Hey, Phil. Hey, Senda. You remember that time when we let the pre-show go out of control and then we didn't finish the episode? You mean last week? Yeah, I guess we should finish that one up. <laughs> and welcome to Panda's Talking Games. I'm one of your rambling hosts, Phil. And I am your other rambling host, Zenda. <laughs> And so for tonight's topic, we are continuing our topic from last week, which was sent to us by Kevin on email, who asked, I was wondering how you would handle being in a game that is going bad slash wrong slash out of control, not as a GM, but as a player. How would you help to get the game back on track slash be enjoyable? When would you just walk away? Yeah, good question. We had a fun time with it last week, although we were a little silly and, uh, we were actually a little off the rails ourselves. <laughs> a little out of control. Which got us into this situation. Yes. Uh, but anyway, last week, last week on Panda's Talking Games, <laughs> um, we started talking about the definition of what in and out of control games look like. And we defined in control games as being characterized by having a settled table, players who were engaged in the play that was occurring, and characters that were making progress through the story. And so an out-of-control table is essentially one or more of those missing, right? The table is a little wild. The players are kind of like not really engaged in the play and just doing other stuff. And, you know, the characters aren't actually making any progress through the story. You know, they're arguing or they're just kind of, instead of advancing the plot, they're just like doing stupid side stuff, etc. Yeah, so we also talked about how, as players, we could help to get a game back under control. So we talked about reading the table and measuring the reactions of the other players, as well as the tone of the game to get a feel for if the out-of-control game is a problem or a feature of the game that you are playing. If it's a problem, we talked about ways as a player that you can help. So the first thing that you can do is get yourself under control, the thing that we failed to do last week. Yeah, clean your house. Like, clean your house before you start throwing stones at anyone else. Like, yeah. get that shit get under that control. Get that under control. Yep. The second thing you can do is ask for everyone to, else to get under control. The third, Helps if you're already under control, right? Yep, yep. Very key. The third thing is to call for a break or initiate one by pretending you need to go to the bathroom whether you need to or not. <laughs> That was a specific hint. And the fourth one is the extreme one. If the lack of control in the game is ruining your experience and there's nothing that's working to get it back under control, that's when we can talk about leaving the game, right? Okay, so now that we have our one-shots back under control, what do we do about campaigns that go out of control? Yeah, so much like other topics that we talk about on the show, the, the specific things you do to settle a campaign you know, like a campaign session that's out of control isn't really any different than the one shot. So it's exactly those four things we talked about on a session by session basis. Like that's fine. But what we really want to focus on for tonight and for this segment is what happens when you have a more systemic control problem in your campaign. Yeah. So that means you're not talking about a single session that has gone out of control. You're talking about like Every game, a significant part of that session is going out of control every time you play. Yeah, and, and that's the real difference here. So with one shots, 
with one shots, you know, you're having that that solo single uh, experience, and so either the game is un- in control, out of control, and you know you need to do something about it. With a campaign, because you have multiple sessions going over, co- you know, a course of time. Like if you have one night that's a little wacky, like that's not really anything, right? Yeah, like it happens. doesn't it doesn't actually mean anything. But it's really what we're talking about for campaigns is when it's always out of control. And so that is actually a sign of something else going wrong. So basically what we ta- we talked about last week all still applies to get the session under control. But let's talk about why your campaign sessions might be out of control. Yeah. Right. And so we identified a handful of these. And the first one is there's a lack of interest. Yeah. So this one is pretty common, right? When yep. people just are like, mm, not really doing it for me. Yeah, and this is essentially that like the focus on playing the game has waned because people have either lost interest in the system, the story, the setting. And there's like a ton of reasons for this. In fact, we could have a whole show about why you lose interest in campaigns. The bottom line is that one or more members and possibly the GM have actually lost their focus and they're not staying as tightly engaged as they were when they actually cared. Yeah, and it's it's really hard. Like when you just don't care about the game you're playing, like it's hard to stay uh, engaged, especially for like a, a three to four hour session. Like you're just like, oh, like we're still playing the stupid game. Like, what else can I do while I'm sitting here? Yeah, right. Like, boy, have I been there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, I have too. Right. Like. Yeah. It um it happens. I and I've been on both sides of it. Right. So I've been a player in a game that I've lost interest in, and I've been. Uh, the GM in a game I've lost interest in. I've been the GM in a game that the players have lost interest in that I was still interested. In. Like I've been, yeah. I think, in every permutation of, of of this lack of interest. But it happens, and it happens quite a bit. And it's ironic that we're talking about it on um, the eve of Gen Con because uh, <laughs> this is uh, this is typically where I would go buy new shiny games. Yeah, and uh, developing an immediate lack of interest for other things that I was currently playing. Okay. So lack of interest is our number one uh, reason mm-hmm. why your campaign might be out of control. Yep. Number two is the need for socialization. And this one is actually huge in my gaming groups. Uh, and what it means is that your game is out of control because your group needs to socialize with each other um, and outside of just playing the game, right? Like they want to tell some jokes and funny stories. They want to catch up. They want to show you YouTube videos of stuff, talk about the latest media, you know, what happened, you know, what's happening in season five of Steven Universe. Um, No spoilers. Right. No, no spoilers. Good stuff, though. (laughs) I just started watching season five. Okay. Anyway, um, so, you know, there's this like need of like, well, we want to play the game, but uh, I got to tell you all this stuff. Like, so. It can lead to a few things. Yeah. I mean, it it makes your game a little bit slower to start, right? Because before you can start, you have to talk a bunch like we did last episode. Um, And then the game might also take long pauses to talk about things mid-game. So any little break suddenly becomes a 10 or a 15 minute break instead of a 30 second break in the action, right? And um, hand in hand with taking with little pauses turning into long breaks, you get the game sidetracking easily. So suddenly someone quotes something and then everybody is off about like, oh my gosh, did you see that YouTube video about XYZ, right? Because it made me uh, think of it. Yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, like I said, this is a huge one um, in my game. When we talk about fixes, I'll talk about some of the things I've tried and some of the things I still need to try. Um, <laughs> but this is definitely one where um, uh, this is where I am right now in my life, like this need for socialization. All right. The next one um, now gets to be a little more serious. If the if the first one was kind of common and the second one was, you know, a little more on the fun side, this third one a little more serious, and that is lack of leadership. Yeah. So that's when the GM is not doing a good job of actually keeping people focused because it's not in their nature or they don't want to be seen as too bossy or whatever that is. So it's it's a situation in which the GM is not setting a precedent for actually focusing on the game during the time that you have for the game. It gets yeah. all loose and floppy. Yeah, and again, people will say, like, well, the GM doesn't have to be the leader of the table. And that is fair, right? Like, we always say that. But there's also, by the general convention by which we play games, the GM almost is always the de facto head of the table. Yeah. Um, now, even if they aren't, it also means that n- when we say lack of leadership, no one else is either. Yes. So the GM's not leading the table and neither is any other player. Yeah. Um, and so that general lack of leadership means that things just kind of wander and there's no one really there to like pull it together. Right. Like there's no one that's like at the table. It's like, hey, everybody focus, like put your stuff down. Like, you know, we're going to get this level done. Like, let's go. Yep. Okay. Okay. And lack of leadership is just literally that, right? Like no one has come to the table leading. Our fourth one is actually a bit worse mm-hmm. um, because it can happen whether anyone is leading or not. Yes. And that is a lack of respect. Yeah. So of the reasons that we are listing tonight, this is the most insidious, right? Because in this situation, one or more members of the group do not actually respect one another, or they often don't respect the GM or whoever's kind of leading the group in this situation. Again, we default back to the GM being that person, but it wouldn't necessarily have to be, right? But the lack of respect will cause a player to disengage from the game, and in sometimes very passive-aggressive ways, they'll actually begin to sabotage the game because there is an actual personal social respect issue between them and the GM or someone else at the table, right? Yeah, I mean, this can easily develop between two players. Yeah, absolutely Um, it can. So it doesn't have to be just directed at the GM. It can be a lack of respect in in regards to any player. And this is also, like, you can compound this, like, when significant others Uh get involved in games. Oh, boy, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> couples break up, as you know. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, all of these things, um, like, play into it. Okay. Yes. So, having outlined having outlined four potential problems with your campaign. Yep. We'll, we'll now talk about ways as a player, because remember, that was uh, Kevin's original mm-hmm. question was, has, how as a player can I pitch in to help all of these things out? Okay. Uh, so, the first one is lack of interest. Yeah. And I think the best thing you can do as players is to just ask the table if everyone is still interested in the game. But, like, politely, like, let's not hurt the GM's feelings here because they're doing a lot of work, right? But often if you can get that question politely on the table, that's enough to spark a conversation um, and just see, like, is it just you? Is it everybody? And, like, maybe we can just start looking for a new game. Like, maybe nobody wanted to offend anybody so nobody was saying anything, right? 
Uh, yeah, this happen- This actually happens a lot, right? Uh-huh. Like, this happens a lot where people are trying not to hurt each other's feelings. So, like, mm-hmm. they internalize this. Like, they come to the game and they're like, well, I'm not having a lot of fun. But I guess everyone else is, so I'm just gonna like I'm just gonna try my best to play along. And what you find out is like at the point where somebody asks the question, "Are we all still having fun?" Yeah. Like three other people are like, "Nope." nope. Yeah. And then it's like, "Oh, yeah." Like we've been wasting a lot of time. Like been don't there, waste time. Done that. <laughs> like be polite, but be candid. If you're not having fun with the game, you can you can simply say so. Now. If you ask everybody if they have lost interest in the game and the answer is no and you're the only one who has, yeah, then you need to make a decision about whether you want to remain in the game. And that is, can you bring the necessary focus to continue playing a game that you've kind of lost interest in? Uh, maybe because you just want to keep hanging out with these people. Maybe because there's no other gaming options in your um environment and you just like you need to like you need to stay with this group or maybe you want to just take yourself out of the game uh, and come back for the next campaign or find a different group etc so this is one definitely where if you are the only one who's who has the lack of interest you may want to pull yourself out yeah um and then one other option that you didn't list which i have actually done before and it worked for a little while is you can also you know go to your gm and see if you can um, make some adjustments to make it more interesting for you mm-hmm. again, right? Change your character, change your yep. class. Change your class, yep. do something, change it yep. up. Yeah. Ask ask for a particular storyline, something like that. Yeah, yep. absolutely. The, you can absolutely do that as well. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Uh, let's talk about um, socialization. What can you do as a player to uh, help if the problem is based on socialization? Yeah, so th- this is an old piece of advice, but it works really well. And I, I, I know it's something that I experience in my biweekly group all the time, right? Like, we try to have social time before the game starts. And incidentally for us, we all arrive at different times and people are fighting traffic and stuff. So there is inevitably a period of usually about at least 20 minutes, sometimes up to like 35 or 40 minutes before everyone is actually there. So everybody else just hangs out and chats. So it's like built in. It's great. I do the same thing. In my Sunday game, I have uh, dinner with my group and we hang out and then get the game started. Depending on how much fun we're having hanging out, sometimes it's hard to get my game started. Yes. <laughs> um, my Thursday group runs a little tighter. And I think that's why it's really prone to outbreaks in the middle of the game and kind of going off tangent because everybody kind of races here after work. Yeah. Everybody gets settled down. And it's like, okay, let's start playing. And then inevitably somebody says something and then it's like, boom and we tangent off yep and it's okay like i really love those guys and i love actually hanging out and chatting with them and my thursday group which is my dc currently my dcc game it's more of my beer and pretzels game yeah so when it goes kind of tangenty again like we talked about last week like eh, it's not as big of a deal but sometimes it is so socialization uh, definitely try to have it. The other thing you can do that kind of holds down those bursts, those outbursts, is take a note card, piece of paper, something. Uh, when you think of something cool that you want to tell the group, write it down. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason we blurt things out is because our brain is terrible at holding things. And so if you have this awesome thing that you want to tell everybody about, you know, this cool video about pandas falling off of things, mm-hmm. um, because what is cooler than pandas falling off of things it would be very much worth blurting out i would understand your urge yeah so rather than blurt it down if you just on your notepad just write video pandas falling down falling off things 
then when a break comes up, you can then just actually be like, oh, oh, yeah, guys, of course, I have this thing. Uh, but what you'll find is that by writing it down, your brain's like, oh, I don't have to remember that anymore. So it lets go of it and lets you actually focus back on the game uh, rather than um, obsessing over trying to remember to tell everybody about the pandas thing. And then you just yell it out and then you blow the table and everybody just like goes crazy and like starts talking about stuff. And like now you've stopped playing. So don't do that. Write it down. I am right. literally sitting here and I'm having that same experience with kumquats. So if you will help me remember to talk about kumquats later, that would be great. Moving right yeah. along. <laughs> Can't wait. Awesome. Okay. Uh, next one is lack of leadership. What do we do when no one is leading the table? Yeah. So if the GM is not feeling confident in leading the game, you can show support by actually helping them out, right? Um, so you you can, I mean, it is very possible to manage up, as my old boss would say, right? You can do that in gaming tables too, which basically means, you know, empowering a person you're perceiving to be in a leadership role to be an effective leader by, by spoon feeding them some of the stuff, right? By doing it and spoon feeding it to them. Yeah, or just seize or just seize the leadership position. Yeah, that's like, the difference between you and me. We can tell right there, right? <laughs> yeah, like you're like you're like up. manage you're like manage up. I'm like seize the power. You're like seize control. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so yeah, the point being is that in a case of lack of leadership, somebody's got to step up and if the GM's just not really cut out for it and listen, there are plenty of people and it's perfectly fine. There are plenty of people who are not cut out to lead other people. But if you are one of those people and you see and you have a GM who isn't, you can gently help lead the table. Like, just tell everyone, like, hey, everyone, let's get focused. Like, let's get moving on this dungeon. Like, I want to get through, like, three more encounters before we have to go home tonight. And, you know, just do that to kind of drive the table forward. Because that it basically what that does is it, it kind of takes the pressure off of them, off of the person mm-hmm. who's who's the GM, right? To be the person who has to lay down the law all the time. And they don't have to do that stuff that may, may make them uncomfortable if they're not used to having to run and lead things. Yep, absolutely. All right. So uh, let's take care of the last one, the tough one, yeah. lack of respect. Yes. Uh, and this one is not easy. No. I would say, so this one, I will just say, we have done some other episodes at various times about dealing with various specific situations in which your players are not getting along. So there's lots of stuff in our backlog that you can refer to. This is going to be the brief version, right? Yep, absolutely. Right. So if someone lacks respect for someone else at the table, the first thing is communication, right? So you can talk to the person and find out what is actually going on. Yeah, uh, you know, so this may be a thing where, depending on what it is and who um, who it's with, this may be a thing that you're going to deal head on. Like, hey, I have a problem with you. Like, we should talk about it because it seems to be impacting the game. And other times, you're going to like kind of want to go and talk to like a third party. Like, hey, why is so and so such a jerk when we play? Yeah, and you know, and go like the kind of roundabout route. And again, we could do a whole episode about this, but yep. ultimately what we're talking about is in order to figure out why there's a lack of respect, you're going to have to get to the why. Like you, in order to fix the lack of respect, you got to get to the why there's a lack of respect. Yes. Um, yep. And so however you choose to do that, you got to get to the why. 
Like, what's the root cause problem? Okay. And sometimes I would say it can be accidental. And so if you can call out the behavior to that person, you may be able to get them to correct it. Like, they may honestly not have realized that they were doing that. But if they refuse to change or if they are being deliberate then we got a big problem, right? Yeah. So, I mean, like, as an example, like, let's say that the problem, this lack of respect, is that one player is being kind of alpha gamery, right? Yeah. Like, they're, like, telling people where to go. Like, you, all right, wizard, you stand here. Okay, cleric, you know, you cast bless on the third turn. Okay, fighters up front. Um, you know, archer, I want you to, you know, get ready to storm of arrows over to the right corner when I say go, Right. And maybe everyone else at the table's like, fuck this guy, right? Like, I just right. want to go run and bash things and, you know, whatever. Yeah. And so, like, in the accidental part, it could just be this person's, like, super enthusiastic and a little bossy, right? And so just by, like, saying to them, like, yo, like, how about, like, we all pick out what our own actions are and, you know, like, we dial it down. Like, they might just be like, oh, my bad. Sorry. Like, when I get excited, like, I do that and, you know please call me out on it if I do it again. And like, and they, and they back off, right? Like that's fine. Sometimes like the next part is like, then they just like the next part, the next bad one, right. Is they refuse, right? right. Like, no, no. Like I don't want to get killed because you guys are just screwing around trying to like bounce off walls. Like we need to have some order in this game. And you know, I'm going to be the one who like, you know, like I'm the one who's the party leader. So I'm going to tell you guys what to do. Yep. Okay. That one that one's problematic, mm -hmm. right? It's still within the characters, right? So it's not a problem. Or I shouldn't say it's not a problem. It's a problem. It's not as it's not the worst version of this. Right. But it is problematic because now this is a person who doesn't want to change. Right. And who doesn't um, want to collaborate in a collaborative Yeah. Game. And we did. We talked about that we in did previous talk episode. We talked about that. Yep. <laughs> okay. And then the last one is when it's deliberate. It's not even that they're excited and like to give orders. It's that literally they're like, everyone else at this table is a noob and a chump. And the only way the only way I'm going to be able to play with these idiots is if I call all the shots and keep us in the game rather than getting wiped out. And maybe someday when they don't suck as much, um, then like then I'll like, you know, let go of the reins a bit. Or say, for example, just you know, because it's out there. Misty Vander's article about how she got treated at a table because she was a girl. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's the same disrespect, right? So yeah. it's the lack of respect. It's it's assuming that somebody can't do yeah. can't do the job of playing their character. Yep. Um, that deliberate one is the worst one, and that deliberate one is the one where I would probably say you should just leave the group or kick that person out. Yep. The other two are kind of things you can fix. Yeah, maybe. But that but that try. last one. Yeah. Right. That last one is like don't even bother. Like right. just. Say goodbye, go play online, find another group, get out. Or kick that person out and all the rest of you can have a good time. Yeah. Okay. So when our advice ultimately leads to you leaving groups and ending campaigns, it's actually time for us to leave this topic uh, and move on to the end of the show. Doo -doo -doo. Uh, but first, Senda, tell me about another show on the Misdirected Mark Network. The Cypher Speak podcast is an engaging discussion that covers the evocative and inclusive settings of the Cypher system. Darcy and Troy are entertaining co-hosts who offer GM advice and ideas for use in your own games. And they kind of do it like we do it. So if you like this show, you'll probably like that show. Right? Uh, yep, absolutely. 
They're they're adorable like we are. <laughs> Not quite as cute as pandas, though. Just saying. I mean, ciphers aren't as cute as pandas. Pandas with ciphers would be hilarious. Oh, man. You pandas guys. activating ciphers and just, like, falling off of stuff. Be Troy, awesome. Darcy, are you listening right now? <laughs> I feel like we have to merge shows for a week. Okay. <laughs> Say, Senda, where can people reach us on the internet? Well, you can find us on Twitter at Pandas Talk Games. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash pandas talk games. You can find us in the Misdirected Mark Google Plus community, or you can drop us an email panda at misdirectedmark.com. And Phil, once they find us in one of those places, what can they do with that information? Please, just like Kevin did, please share some topics with us. We love getting topics from uh, all of you. We love doing shows about the things that you want to hear. And honestly, the pantry is a little low. Uh, People have been stocking it. Uh, We've been getting uh, requests for shows, but uh, the pantry is still a little low. We might need to have a drive, like a PBS drive to (laughs) build up some topics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But please keep sending them in. Um, Don't worry about whether they're short topics or long topics. We'll figure out what to do with them. Uh, Sometimes we do um, a whole show. Sometimes we do two whole shows dedicated to a topic. Sometimes we throw it in a grab bag and do a couple of them all at once. Don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. We'll know what to do with it. Just put your questions and topics out there. Now, besides questions and topics, send a what can people do with our social media? That's also so awesome. Well, you can send us your table selfies and... It is just about Gen Con, so we want to see what you are playing at Gen Con, because, oh my gosh, neither of us will be there, so we need to live in jealousy vicariously through you. So no, I'm not I'm not jealous. Oh, well, that makes okay. one of us. <laughs> so anyway, when you're sitting down to play that awesome con game, uh, snap a selfie of yourself with that awesome table, hashtag it table selfie, and drop it on the social media of your choice. Twitter is the easiest for me to find them, but we will swing by and like them wherever we can find them. Yep. And if you like what we do here elsewhere on the Misdirected Mark Network, check out our Patreon campaign. It's patreon.com slash MMP. Patrons of the campaign get all all sorts of good stuff. Bonus outtakes from this show, the after show by Misdirected Mark. Various things that we just drop out there, especially things that are are getting designed by Encoded Designs. Mm -hmm. Sometimes just things get uh, put out there. Oh, let's see. What else? Um, Oh, and of course, uh, you can get access to the awesome Slack Room for Life, our Slack channel. Yes, indeed. uh, Where uh, we, uh, we all hang out with awesome listeners and talk about stuff all day long. Indeed. We also like to do some shout outs to our patrons, and tonight is no different. I'm just going to run through them really quick. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you to John Carney, the court necromancer. Thank you for your support. Thanks, John. Austin Lemke, good friend, friend of the show. Yeah, thanks, Austin. Thanks, Austin. And Jonathan Lavalli, who I'm hoping is going to come down uh, for um, Queen City Conquest because he's not uh, too far away. So fingers crossed he's been there before. Uh, maybe we'll see him again. Yeah. Uh, thank you for your support. Hey, Senda, besides uh, supporting the Patreon campaign, there's something else people can do that just makes us so happy that literally, like pandas, we will fall off our chairs. What is it? 
you can leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice. If you leave it somewhere else, just let us know so we can go find it because they're harder to track. There's too many of them. We do have a new one this week from the lovely Time Paradox, who is also one of our Patreons. So thank you, Time Paradox. I'm going to read it later and it is going to make me unbelievably happy because I just saw it tonight. Because it hasn't been a new one in a while and it just checked. It's making me sort of giddy. So anyway, thank you. Every new review actually does help new people find the show. So we really, really super duper appreciate them as well as, you know, massive artistic validation. Yes, which uh, we do need massive uh, artistic, artistic validation. validation. Yeah, pandas, pretty much constantly. Pandas are very large creatures. So the amount of validation that they need for their artistic endeavors is, you know, larger yeah than it's, it's like bear. a third of the bamboo they eat in a day yes. is uh is yeah specific artistic validation bamboo exactly <laughs> say phil show me how you're gonna keep order in your upcoming scum and villainy game scum and villainy you think you might mean sigmata This show is a joint production of She's a Super Geek and Misdirected Mark Productions, the media arm of Encoded Designs. Bloop key. Late clicky is more like it. Very late clicky. Yes. Almost not recorded tonight clicky. Yes. Like already 1220 there clicky. That was me moving my mic. Don't worry. You'll find that later when you edit it. <laughs> yes, I know I will. I can I see can. it's just a big giant spike. Bloop. I don't know what I'm going to do with these outtakes. You'll figure it out. <laughs> I mean, do they have to go to the bonus? <laughs> They're going to go somewhere. I know. Because like, the normal people are just going to get us like talking about how we're late. And the bonus yeah. people are going to get yeah. like... Bloop. This is an important post-it note. I'm making you partially responsible now. What? It says, run the dryer after the show. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Um, okay, so anyway, should we just jump into this show? We do need to jump in the show. Um, yeah. This is actually us cleaning up from last week where we were completely nutty on the um, yeah. outtakes. And uh, made a mess of the outtakes so much so that we uh, went mm-hmm. super long on the show. And so we had to break it into two parts, not planned. And we can't break <laughs> it into three parts because um, we're going to do something we don't normally do on Pandas Talk Games. And we're going to have a guest on right uh, next week. Right. And uh, I don't want to give away who she is, <laughs> but she's kind of magical. And she fights and- like a girl. And she kicks a lot of ass. <laughs> so I think I just leave that right there. Uh-huh. Um, but she's going to be on the show and we got to get this topic done. Yeah. So um, so we're going to get it done. So we're going to go done. get it We're going to go get her done. Bloop. Okay. In which case, let's do it. <laughs> Bloop. Hey, Phil. Hey, Senda. That was weird. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, I've never... Because I, I didn't do the... I didn't do the... the Hey, Senda. Uh-huh. Were you just trying to keep it shorter? Because then I had to, like, stop and look at you and, like... I don't know. That was weird, right? Why don't you try it again? That was awkward. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Give you a funny look and everything. Bloop. Hey, Phil. Hey, hey, Senda. 
You were that's, just talking about. You were just talking about how we had to keep this. I know. That's when I always screw things up and start like screwing around with the show. I know. That was my version of Hey Hey Paula. That was uh, uh But you're not Paula, you're Senda. So Sure. Otherwise I, I'm singing otherwise I'm singing to John Arcadian's wife and that is awkward. So similar glasses, but it's I know. awkward. Her glasses I mean are she's fantastic. lovely. She's yeah, lovely yeah. and she probably, you know, she's probably worth singing to, but um that's probably not my job. I'm sure John does a good job of singing to his wife. He seems like the kind of guy who goes through the house like singing to his wife, doesn't he? Uh, I totally don't know what song you're talking about. <laughs> That's where I am. Bloop. Really? Okay, but we don't have time tonight. <laughs> Should we try this again? I mean... Are you Googling it? No, we don't have time tonight. Okay, now we have to do the show. Though. Okay. Okay. Let's uh, let's just not do that. Okay. Yeah. Let's, we don't. No. That's how we get in trouble. Yes. Right. Yep. That's how we wound up with the thing with the with yep. the straws. Yep. yep. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Did I tell you I got a follow up email from Amazon About reminding me they were like, "Hey, you looked at some silicone straws," and I was like, mm, "Not <laughs> sure I'm ready to go back and deal with that yet." <laughs> like we still got them. I was like, mm, I don't know. I just don't oh. need any silicone cups to go with them. No, no, just the straws. No cups, please. <laughs> Yikes. Jinkies. All right. Bloop. Hey, Phil. Hey, Senda. Was it like that? Was yeah, that, the that one was you were... way more normal. That was better? Except now okay. we have to go back because you did not give my a break. Like, I can't cut that out. <laughs> I don't know. Looking at the waveform, I think you could. But go ahead. No, let's just no, try no, it one no, more no, time. Okay. Ready? One, one, one more time with feeling. Bloop. You remember that time last week when we... Uh, when we let the pre-show get kind of out of control, and then we didn't, you know, like, finish the episode. Damn no. it, I said your bit, though. Oh, you did. <laughs> Shit. Not last week, that, that time. That time. Oh, professional. <laughs> Try it again. Bloop. Boom, boom. We should only sing this once. Nope, that's it. That's all you get. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. You just hooshed me before just, I even finished the... Yep, that's all you get. <laughs> Quick night tonight. No time for that. Bloop. Control abhors a vacuum. Seize it. <laughs> Take it for yourself. Yeah, no, give it Hold to it someone else. Hold it in your else. hands. That's... Drive everyone else to their knees before you. Are you having Sorry. a Loki moment? Is that Have what's a, happening here? Isn't this more natural? Bloop. Don't let me isn't forget it, about the kumquats. I'm just Isn't saying. it better this way? <laughs> Sorry, burping. Sorry, burping. Is that a new show on the network? I feel like Bob hosts that show. That would probably be a show. Sorry, burping. Sorry, burping is a show where Bob talks about various bodily functions and gastro challenge gastro challenges each week. I thought Bob would have talked about the like, and now the show's over, so it's time to pee. Yeah, but that's like in addition to all the other Bob stuff. You really got to you gotta hang out with them for a while to really appreciate the full gambit. Um, okay. Bloop. Oh, changing your mind, are we? Show me what you got. Show, Show me, me what, what you, you got. got. Show me what you got. Show me what you got. Uh, uh, 41 minutes. Oh, we nailed it. We nailed it. We nailed, nailed it. it. I got to read this review from Time Paradox. It's like a whole paragraph and it's really exciting. Oh my gosh. Bloop. Want to end our recording so that yeah, we... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. let's do that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, don't forget the kumquats.
<laughs> oh, can I tell the kumquat thing really quickly? Kumquats. Oh. Thank you for remembering about the kumquats. I didn't blurt it out. I it, Okay, it's really short. So my first, my second HTML book that I had when I was in college was the O'Reilly one. And oh, yeah, yeah. they used kumquats in every single example. Just all of the example text was about kumquats. And so it's really funny because every time we do example uh, text, it usually has pandas. So we use pandas as kumquats. That's that was the weird that's, connection that's, that my brain. That's what that's what I, that's what I had five brain cells hold on to until <laughs> yes. the end of the show. Yes, that's thank it. You. I appreciate that, it. I, it. It prevented right. me from blurting it out in the middle. So <laughs> say goodbye. Bye. 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 <laughs> kumquats. Oh boy.